You're listening to Outdoor Living with Ed Ball. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Outdoor Living with Ed Ball. Hi Ed, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you, Kellyanne? <laughs> great, great. It's always a pleasure to talk with our founder and principal designer. Today we're going to talk about cold weather projects. Since, you know, summer's winding down and, you know, it's getting cool outside, you know, we've had a lot of people emailing and asking and reaching out to us on social media and they want to know, you know, is it too late or, you know, can they still work on projects now? Well, the beauty of the the Washington, D.C. area is we really don't get super, super cold. Yes, we get some bouts of, you know, some periods of teens or below 30s. And that generally will happen like in January or February. But, you know, honestly, a lot of our winters are, you know, the temperatures are in the 40s or 50s. So the rule of thumb is, you know, for masonry work or concrete work, if it's 32 degrees and rising, you can work outside and you can pour concrete and you can do masonry work. And if you're doing carpentry work, you know, I generally follow that same rule, 32 degrees and rising, because honestly, none of the guys, none of the carpenters, none of the artisans really want to work when it's below 32 degrees anyway. So generally the 32 degrees and rising is, is my rule of thumb that I communicate to clients all the time. And, you know, we're always doing, you know, masonry product projects in the winter time. We're building pools. We're doing outdoor fireplaces, fire pits, we're doing decks, you know, really anything you can think of. The only thing we're not doing is planting. I typically don't like to plant plants after, say, October 15th or October 30th until, you know, March. Um, it's just too much of a risk for, for the plant materials that they would die. And I just, uh, you know, want the plants to have the best chance of survival. So, yeah, we, you know, we really work all year round. And, you know, if you go further south, you certainly can work here all year round, even though it's cold out. We're still doing projects. We're still designing work for, you know, to be built during the, the winter time or during the spring. So there's always an opportunity to work on a project, even if you think it's too cold outside. 32 degrees and up is the way, is the right temperature. Yeah, 32 degrees and up is, kind of, is really the rule of thumb. You know, we all kind of want to, hibernate to a certain extent during the winter time because it's cold but we're working you know as long as it's 32 degrees and sunny outside we're we're working outside okay great now what about people who want to start on their projects in the spring you know maybe they're you know busy in the winter or you know the holidays are coming up um so is this a good time to start planning those projects yeah, this is a great time. I tell clients all the time, this is a great time of year to start planning your your outdoor gardens. You know, really what we do is we develop an overall master plan and then we help our clients implement the projects uh, over time in phases. You know, those phases could be once one phase a year, one phase every couple of years to multiple phases during the course of a single year. But, you know, doing the design process now, is great uh, because it's it's just a great time of year to write, have a chance to think about it, but um, 
and really think through like how do you want this outdoor entertaining space to be an extension of your home? What kind of outdoor rooms do you want to create? Uh, and then, you know, we can start the permitting process. And for example, if you want to build a pool, most times we have to get a grading plan. So you have to have, have a civil engineer prepare the grading plan. Then that has to be submitted to the, to the local, you know, county. And that process alone could take four months. So, you know, now's the time to start designing if you want to be swimming in the spring or building a pool in the spring uh, or, or even just building uh, any kind of project. You know, let's say you want to start beginning of March or, or middle of February. Now's the time to start designing. So you have all the different options. You have an idea of what your budget needs to be. You have your your budget set aside so that you can pay for the project, et cetera. So, you know, I'm always encouraging clients to, to start now. Don't wait till spring thinking that, you know, you know, you want to be swimming by June because it's just not going to happen. Okay. And how long does it usually take from the start? So say someone says, okay, I want a pool in the spring, you know, in the spring. So how long does it usually take from start to finish, from planning to end of construction? So any design phase aspect typically takes like six to eight weeks. And the reason why I say that is typically, you know, the first two weeks, uh, you know, we'll put a wish list budget together. So we're helping our clients understand what things cost uh, based on other typical projects. Then we're designing in 3D. So that's our second two weeks. Then we're making revisions and going to 2D plans and putting real estimates together against the design. So then that's your next two weeks. And typically at that point, you may have come to a, a place where you're ready to go with construction or you may need another two weeks. Sometimes life happens and our clients get busy and you know it's, it's extended out a week or two. Um, and then there's times that we group together meetings. So you're doing your wish list budget and you're doing your 3D renderings in one meeting, but then life gets in the way and you may not meet for two or three weeks to the next meeting because of, you know, conflict, schedule conflicts, et cetera. So generally the design process takes around six to eight weeks. And then from there, let's say we can start most construction projects within two to three weeks. If we require grading, have to do a grading plan, I generally say, you know, the civil engineer is gonna need a month to prepare his drawings and then to submit it to the county. And then most of the local counties or cities, it's three to four weeks or three to four months, excuse me, uh, to get a approval. And then it would be two to three weeks to start construction after, um, you know, we get approval, but that's for like a grading plan, like a, um, but you know, most projects outside of a pool don't require a grading plan. So most permits are walkthrough permits. Uh, you know, you can get a permit within a week or two and you can start building, you know, within two or three weeks after that. If someone went to install something like an outdoor kitchen or out, outdoor fireplace or fire pit, those wouldn't require the same type of permit. Yeah, so like an outdoor kitchen or a fire pit or a fireplace. So like an outdoor kitchen doesn't require a permit. What requires a permit in an outdoor kitchen is you're bringing gas to the outdoor kitchen. That requires a permit, but that's a walkthrough permit. 
Uh, and even in some counties, you can just do it electronically online. Uh, and also, if you want to put outlets to the outdoor kitchen, or if your grill requires an electrical outlet, like most grills today require, for the electronic igniters or for lights, then you would need a permit. But those permits are, again, walkthrough permits or can be done electronically over the web by your licensed uh, plumber, gas plumber, or electrician. And the uh, fire pit doesn't require a permit. Um, an outdoor fireplace, if it's standalone by itself, is in a gray quasi area specifically in Fairfax County where it, it doesn't require a permit. So you don't need a permit for an outdoor fireplace, but if it's attached to a structure, you do need a, a, a permit. Um, so, you know, each project's a little different. You always need a permit for electrical and, and gas work. Uh, if you're doing a patio, retaining walls under three feet tall, say, for example, in Fairfax or Loudoun County, don't require permits. All those things don't require permits. Uh, you do a retaining walls over three feet tall in Fairfax or Loudoun County, uh, they require a permit. Alexandria is a little bit different. Uh, where it's anything over two feet tall requires a permit. Uh, but all those permits are walkthroughs. You know, you can basically have a permit within a week. And they're not super complicated. Okay. Well, that's good to know. And another reason why people should hire you, because you know these things. <laughs> you know, if someone's trying to do Well, there's a lot own. of nuances. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of nuances in all these different counties and, and all the different permits and a lot of times we just hire a, a permit runner because they know all the different people at all the different counties and it's a lot easier for them to go in and they know who to talk to or ask questions if that's needed or or what have you i mean deck permits is another example i mean that's generally you can get that within a few days uh typically you'll have you know it's got to go through zoning it's got to go through health the health department and then it's got to go through building you know, so there's a bunch of different steps that you got to go through and the fees, you know, range while, you know, based on the type of work that you're going to do. For people who, you know, right now, you know, right now we're in October, uh, for people who want to extend the amount of time that they can spend outside, I mean, is there anything they can do that will allow them to enjoy being outside through the winter? Sure. I mean, I, I did have this question asked a lot. So obviously we talked earlier about outdoor fireplaces. Uh, they could be gas or wood. You could have a fire pit that is either gas or wood burning. Um, I've installed uh, electrical heaters in uh, ways that are kind of hidden. So you don't necessarily see them that provide a lot of outdoor heat. Certainly you could go to Costco or somewhere else and get one of those standalone heaters. So providing some heat outside, uh, some lighting, uh, all create that ambiance of warmth and a sense of place that you're looking for to enjoy the outdoor space. What about hot tubs? Yeah, I, I mean, hot tubs is another good one where people use hot tubs all winter long. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Hot tubs are very interesting to me because 
you definitely get a group of customers or clients who really are into their outdoor hot tubs. And then you get a group of clients who, who are, you know, they enjoy it, but it's not a necessity. But certainly, you know, going outside and having an outdoor fireplace or a fire put pit and having a hot tub and having these intimate spaces, these intimate outdoor rooms where you can add heat or, you know, whether it's through a hot tub or fireplace or a fire pit or with uh, heaters certainly extends the um, time you can spend outside. I mean, in the Washington, D.C. area, for example, you could literally spend a lot of time outside all winter long. I mean, I think the only time you wouldn't want to be outside is, you know, if it's below like in the 20s at night or in the teens or, or less. But, um, you know, I certainly spent a lot of time outside myself where it's, you know, in the 30s or 40s at night, as long as it's not windy, you know, you can certainly spend a, a lot of time outside with your family and friends. Um, and so I think, you know, there's tremendous possibilities. And when we design outdoor spaces, we always take into account how the sun hits it, uh, how you might get wind uh, in the wintertime, because obviously the big deterrent from being outside is if it's windy. But I think we would all agree that there's times where it might be 35 or 40 degrees, but if it's not windy out, it's beautiful. You know, you add a little fireplace or fire pit or some kind of heat source, uh, you know, you, you become really comfortable outside. Great. So if people want to start planning their outdoor New Year's Eve parties now, now is the time. <laughs> Now is the time. Yeah. To oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah, can, absolutely. Yeah. As you're talking, I can envision that. I can envision these New Year's Eve parties, you know, where you have these outdoor heat sources, the fireplaces, fire pits, um, you know. Hot yeah, I, I, I've been to clients' homes and we end up having whole dinners outside at Christmas time or at New Year's Eve, um, you know, uh, enjoying you know the outdoor next to an outdoor fireplace you have a long table you have friends you have heaters i mean it's really pretty awesome outside uh if the weather's right 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 yeah that does sound great all right well thank you ed thanks for taking time out to talk today and to you know teach us about all these things <laughs> the permitting and the you know cold weather projects and how to start planning now for spring and learning about all these hot tubs. That was really interesting for me, actually. <laughs> you plan on getting a hot tub, Kellyanne? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> now that we're right, talking. See, I told I'm, you. I'm looking outside and I, I'm planning the New Year's party right now because I'm thinking, you know, actually if I had some, you know, fireplace and I had the hot tub, I think that would work. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. No, we can definitely do that for you. But thanks for your time, and uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to chat with you today. Thank you. Uh, have a great evening. Thanks. You too. To learn more about Ed Ball, visit www.ebla.pro and find Ed on your favorite social media platform at It's Ed Ball.